0: Welcome to the New Missions Podcast. I'm Tim Dutellis, and on today's episode, I sit down and have a conversation with my mom about prayer. She was the co-founder of New Missions with my father, but I have seen prayer as a priority in her life over many decades. Let's enjoy this conversation and learn how we can make prayer a greater importance in our lives. Well, today's a special day because I'm able to have a conversation with my mom on prayer. Mom, thanks for being with us. This is a joy to be here. And this is the 39th anniversary of New Missions this month, but your past in missions began long before New Missions in 1983. Would you just kind of give us a glimpse on one of your earliest mission trip experiences?
1: My first mission trip experience was in 1977. When I went to Haiti And I went with a Christian Haitian woman And that's when we made contact With the Council of Evangelical Churches And started a feeding program
0: And then after that trip Did you go back to Haiti um, Again before New Missions actually started in 1983?
1: Yes we did We went back in 79 And then we went back in 82 And then I went there in 83 And then
0: tell me where prayer became Something in your life that was more than just an idea, but it was a lifestyle.
1: I saw my dad every morning at the blue chair in the living room on his knees praying. So I knew what prayer was. I knew what prayer was in my home church in Boston. But you really know what prayer is when you need God. And when you pray... It's like you have been ushered into the presence of this living God, and it's like your heart breathing. You're experiencing something that takes the pain and the stress away as you trust in God to hear you, and not only hear you, for, but for Him to be moved with compassion to help you, because we know that He can. He is our all powerful God. And, in, Mom, in
0: your life, I know. Most people don't realize you've gone through many hardships and so prayer has been something you've had to call on God for in times of pain. Was there a moment in your life when you saw prayer become extremely personal for you because of a
1: hardship? There isn't anything else to do or anyone else to talk to. Who can we turn to? We of faith, we're children of the Lord, and He's the only one to go to. In fact, initially, like I I had told my children last year, when my third husband was diagnosed with cancer, and I had two husbands die from cancer, I spent a whole week talking to God about it before I even told my children that my husband had cancer. And when you talk to God, it just... It makes your life breathe, and it gives you the peace that you need, and it gives you the strength to trust, and you don't lean under your own understanding. You just say, God is good. I love him. I trust him. I have no one else, and I'm going to believe him. His promises will never fail me. And so we just pray to communicate so that we receive and we have this spiritual energy to walk with God. You had mentioned your dad was someone you saw
0: pray. Was he your role model for prayer?
1: Yeah, and no matter what was going on, my father was calm. Um, he trusted the Lord and he was never discouraged or dismayed or despaired. He just talked to God every day. Was there
0: anything that your father said to you That made an impression on you about how much prayer mattered to
1: him? No, he was just someone who showed me what to do. My father taught me that prayer is something we do.
0: I know in your own spiritual life, Mom, and I know your dad and your mom modeled this for you, and that was reading God's Word faithfully. Have there been any Bible verses or scripture that has spoken to you on prayer that you could share with us?
1: I think the the most favorite verse that I have, and it's probably a favorite verse of most Christians, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, when it tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and to lean not to our own understanding. Because surprises come in life, things come in life, and we say, why? Why? And we don't understand, and we don't have the mind of God, and we are on earth, we are promised heaven, we're promised a place where there'll be no sorrow, where there'll be no pain, where there'll be no sadness, but the Bible tells us that we will have trouble in this world. And it's for that reason that we need to pray. And like reading the Bible, you just find things and you say, God is talking to me. Like this morning when I was reading the Bible and I saw where Joseph was talking in Genesis and he was saying with all his affliction, he was still prospering. And so that even in our most difficult times, you know, when God is with us, there's good to come out of it.
0: And I know that for you in missions, you have seen prayer become the foundation for anything good, especially in hardship overseas where there's not just opposition, but there's a sense of confusion spiritually. Um, What have you found personally in intercessory prayer, especially for people you see in your life They may not be near God, but you have lifted them up in prayer. What has that been like for you?
1: I thank God for this day of technology because now with Facebook, I can keep in touch with people in Haiti and in the Dominican Republic or whether they're in India or Germany or wherever they're at. And there are people that are having real pain and sorrow and suffering, and we can communicate with them. And even when my life is a happy life and everything is going good and I want to climb a mountain, there are other people that are suffering. And I think that as Christians, we share the sufferings of the body of Christ. And during those times, our spirit groans within us and we pray and we just intercede and we ask God to give them the strength to carry on. I know For
0: New Missions, you're directly linked to all prayer requests that come through the organization. What has that been like for you over time? Because that's been something consistently you've been personally involved with.
1: That's very exciting. I look forward to the prayer letter work every month. God has encouraged me with that work because every month there's somebody saying that they've had an answer to prayer and I'm just praising and rejoicing the Lord with them. And sometimes I've had to do that prayer letter work by faith because I'm going through my own sorrows and my own pain, and it forces me to find encouragement of the Lord to give to them. And I love that. I've been following some people for years and years and and seeing God provide for them in many ways in relationships with children. I love praying for our people.
0: And then for you as a mom, I know your mother, my grandmother— she always would tell us that she's praying for us daily. We knew as family that there was someone praying for us. What's that like in your personal relationship with Ted, your husband, or with your grandchildren or your own children? How has prayer been a real importance for you as a mom and in your family?
1: Well, because my mother prayed for my children, I also pray for my children and my grandchildren. And I do that first thing in the morning, and I pray for the grandchildren from the first one to the 10th one. And then I pray for my children, for for the husbands, the wives. And usually at the noon hours when we pray for Ted's children, and we especially pray for one of his children who went to church, but somehow fell through the cracks and she's not following the Lord. And um, we pray for a lot of people who have children that are not following the Lord because it's a heartbreak to know they don't have eternity. There's going to be a time when you're not going to see that child anymore because they don't know the Lord. Because knowing God is believing that Jesus is the Son of God and it's believing that as we ask Him to be our Savior, we have eternal life. And that just takes our anxiety away And helps us to live this life until we reach our final destination, home in heaven with Jesus.
0: And as we talk about prayer today, Mom, and this conversation is personal to me. It it means so much to hear your heart and the history of your family and how much prayer has been a priority. But is there anything that's on your heart these days that we can join you in prayer for Or anything in particular?
1: I think that for most Americans right now, our prayer is we want our freedom to worship the Lord the way we want to, when we want to. And we want our freedom of choice. And um, it's a time that we're living that we see a lot of suffering in the world. And it just reminds me of Joseph in Genesis, in the 41st chapter, in the 52nd verse, and he says, God has made me fruitful in this land, even with my suffering. And so, even if I am not suffering right now, I am very well aware that there is suffering everywhere, throughout the world, you name it, whether it's an earthquake or a flood or whether it's the economy. There are people suffering right now all over the world. And so as Christians, we can't be selfish and just enjoy the blessings, but we need to pray. We need to pray for the family of God and we need to pray for the gospel to be spread because um, he is coming and we want to get the work done and be with the Lord and have our loved ones with the Lord.
0: Well, this has been an honor, Mom. I can't Thank you enough for taking the time, but I do want to leave you with a brief memory I had of you and how you have role-modeled prayer in my life. I remember when we were living in the church that dad was pastoring on 135 Belmont Street Calvary Evangelistic Center, and down the side hallway, do you remember the closet that you would slip into? Yes. And that was your prayer closet. I think it was after a mission trip, you and your sister Elizabeth went to India you brought home a little Indian rug. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, and I just kind of created my prayer closet with the least amount of clothes. And anything that was going on in the world, I would post that event on my wall and pray. And praying just gives you such surrender. And it also gives you a peace and a trust. And the Bible says in Philippians, too, it also says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So we know God sees, we know God hears our prayers, but we're also instructed to pray. And our prayer time should be a time when we recognize that we are talking to the man who's all holy, who's all worthy, and to thank him for the gift of salvation and for the gift that he is our Savior and he is our healer, and that we shouldn't have anxiety about the things that we need. But with prayer and asking and thanking God that we just present our request to God as it says in Philippians 4-6. Well this has been a
0: joy mom. I'm I'm grateful for your prayers and I'm thankful that you have role modeled it for us and I hope that today's conversation encourages others to make prayer a priority and also for any parent listening how much that will speak to their family and their children to know that their mom or their dad is praying for them and that matters. So thanks for taking the time today. I'm honored. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the New Missions Podcast, helping you live life on mission, right where you are and wherever you go. You can learn about the prayer request that we have on behalf of New Missions for our 21 days of prayer by simply visiting newmissions.org forward slash prayer. That's newmissions.org forward slash prayer. Thanks for joining us in prayers. Together, we're living life on mission, and we're thanking God for all that He's doing in and through our lives.